This is Creativity in Music and Music Education, a conversation about music, learning, and the creative process with Richard Maxwell, a musician, producer, top 10 finalist, and three-time Grammy Foundation Music Educator of the Year nominee, creator of the nationally recognized Creative Musical Arts and Sciences program at Arcadia High School. The Creativity in Music and Music Education podcast starts now. All right, hey there, everybody. Richard Maxwell here, and welcome to another episode of the Creativity in Music and Music Education podcast. Thanks so much for joining us, and I really appreciate everybody listening, and whether that's on iTunes or downloading or broadcasting or whatever it might be, I really, really appreciate it. And I really appreciate the feedback we've been getting and all the comments and things like that. So please uh, keep spreading the word about the podcast. Keep sending me your um, uh, thoughts about what we're doing. And uh, thanks again for joining us. As always, you can check out what I am doing, Richard Maxwell, at richardmaxwell.net. And you can check out more about what my students are doing at arcadiacmas.com. This week, got a pretty cool uh, episode for you. So uh, a student who graduated a few years ago named Catherine Myers um, is currently out on tour with her band Soul Drop. And they are fantastic. Uh, They are just incredible. Anyway, um, not too long ago, last week, uh, they actually um, came through Phoenix on tour. And uh, before the show that evening, they actually came by uh, the classroom and they did a show. And they hung out with the students and talked to them about some different stuff and shared some of their, uh, you know, experiences um, on on the road and, and just the whole being in a band thing and, and whatnot. It was really cool. And afterwards, we got to sit down and chat a little bit uh, about uh, the band and about what Catherine's been up to and how they uh, how they formed and, and some different things. And, and uh, it was really neat um, for me because Catherine was able to talk a little bit, as you'll hear, about how being in the uh, Creative Musical Arts and Sciences program when she was in high school uh, helped her. Uh, and the band talked about, you know, how when they were first starting and recording and writing songs and all the things that had to be done for that, um, how her previous work uh, with me had helped uh, shape a lot of that. And, and uh, you know, and obviously I'm very proud of Catherine and I love the band and it's very gratifying that they feel that some of what she and I did together has helped to be part of their success now. Anyway, so um, this is a conversation we had talking about a whole lot of different stuff about Catherine's style. Uh, We talk a lot um, at one point about this idea of, you know, being a girl and fronting a band. And if you check out Soul Drop, and you you really should, um, as you'll hear, uh, you know, she's a monstrously talented guitar player. And, and a fantastic singer and just a great stage presence. And we talk about, you know, what that's like, you know. You know, it's not a big deal anymore. You know, a guy who shreds, as they say, is, you know, common, for better or worse, you know, but it's fairly common. But a girl, you know, still there are there are some stereotypes and there are there are some some definitely, you know, some issues regarding that, um, which I, I, I would say are completely absurd and ridiculous. Um, but we talk about that a little bit, and, and Catherine's got a pretty cool take on all of it, and, and, uh, and she's, she's actually got a pretty even, you know, temperament about all of it. So it was really cool to catch up with her. It was, certainly was great for those students. They just loved her and loved the band. So this is uh, an interview with alumni Catherine uh, Myers and her band Soul Drop. And again, thanks for listening, and uh, here we go. All right, so I am here with Soul Drop, which is a band out of Flagstaff that I actually have sort of a connection to with your 
Your lead singer and guitar player, Catherine, is a former student in the CMESH program. So, Hello. welcome. <laughs> Hello. Hi. So, um, before we get into uh, what you guys are doing, you're on tour right now, right? We're going out around the western U.S., basically, right? Yeah, we're going up the coast to San Francisco. Cool. And then we're coming back down to Fresno and ending in Las Vegas. Awesome. For awesome. like the next nine days, we have a show every day. Wow. We have a show tonight. Yeah. That's awesome. That's fantastic. I am incredibly proud of you personally, Catherine, but um, just the band itself is awesome, and you guys are really Thank you. good. Um, you just, in fact, you did a show here on our soundstage uh, just, a, just a little bit ago, um, and I can tell you uh, all of my current students were pretty much blown away. There was a lot of, <laughs> oh my. Um, and in <laughs> fact, what was really kind of funny was uh, watching um, the... Uh, some of the, uh, the, newer, the newer folks were coming up to me afterwards, the, like the first years going, I, I need to do that. I'm like, you're in the right place. You will yeah. do that. And it was just kind of neat like to see like how that, that progression goes. But before we get into that, real quick, um, one of the things I like to ask folks, um, just right off the bat uh, on when we do these podcasts, and thank you guys for being willing to do this, um, what are you listening to? Like, what's, what's your favorite thing that you're listening to right now, um, like on your playlist, on your smartphones, or when you're driving from city to city? Like, what are you into musically right now? Um, when I'm in the shower or when I'm uh, really doing anything around the house, uh, I listen to like instrumental, ambient electronic music. Okay. Anybody or, in particular? Um, Odessa's instrumental album okay. is one that uh, is at the top of my list, but I listen to a lot of like. You know, for the folks who are listening, for folks who are listening, so why don't we just real quick introduce to everybody? So, I'm Catherine. And I'm Sean. I'm Brian. Cool. And Catherine, you are the lead singer and guitar player for the band. That's right. And and um, this is Sean, and I play bass. Plays bass and sings. And sings from time to time. Okay, fair enough. I'm Brian, and I play drums. Cool. So, Sean, you're listening to a lot of ambient uh, electronic music. Yeah, but like just listened. I've listened to like a lot of music kind of growing up. So there's a lot of I guess influence. Okay. In in all of our music kind of comes from everywhere. Yeah, I noticed there's a lot of different genres that are kind of all fusing together in different ways, which is which is kind of cool. Um, what else are you guys uh, listening to? I'm just curious. Uh, I listen to a lot of like punk rock. Okay. Like old school stuff like the Ramones and uh, Descendants and Black Flag. Okay. And then I also listen to a lot of electronic too. Okay. Yeah. And is there anything specifically that appeals to you about those uh, styles? Electronic or? wise or... Anything, just um, something that makes well, you turn that on as opposed yeah. to something else. Um, I love like the aggression and the energy in punk music. Okay, just how hard they work is insane. How fast they can play is pretty incredible too. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And what about you, ma'am? Yeah, I've been listening to. I listen to everything, but I mean, I always listen to the blues and funk and just like classic rock. I've been listening to a lot of surf rock lately. Like, okay. Like Dick Dale and Surfaris and stuff. Okay. I'm trying to get that right hand fast stuff down. Okay. In like the clean way rather than the dirty way because I can do it dirty. But getting it clean and not like making it sound bad is a different story. Sure. Because sure. you the can't mask all of the airs. So I've been trying to work on that. That clean guitar sort of fast controlled rhythm stuff is way harder than it seems. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I completely understand. That's the beauty of distortion sometimes is it covers it. But then it's like you said, it's not really the same effect. Um, so, you know, just real quick, um, how did the band form? I mean, I know you graduated from Arcadia and you wound up going up to Flagstaff, but where did where did this all? How did this come together? Yeah, I guess you guys are pointing at me to tell this story. Uh, I just I was freshman at NAU, 
about six months in and finally kind of had my feet on the ground. I was like, all right, I can study here. I can hang out with my friends here. I can practice guitar. But um, I wanted to play more because I started playing some open mics and it's just not as fun without a band for me, especially since I'm more of like a rock guitarist. So I was like, hmm, what can I do? So second semester rolls around and I'm trying to find some bandmates and this goofball Sean over here (laughs) was in one of my honors classes and we were introducing ourselves on the first day of class and he was like, hi, I'm Sean. (laughs) Uh, I'm studying the science and I play bass. And I was like, oh, this guy could be cool. So... We talked a little bit, and then I was trying to find a drummer, and I thought back to first semester of college, and I was like, hey, I met a drummer that one time, because he had a drum key on his belt, and I was like, oh, you must be a drummer. So I got Brian's phone number, and I forgot about his existence for a few months. (laughs) And I was just like, all right, well, I got a bass player, got a drummer, let's see what happens. So we were freshmen, we were living in the dorms, we didn't have anywhere to practice. The practice rooms are really small at NAU, you can't really fit a drum kit that we have in desperate times of snow and cold. Um, But we, yeah, so Brian had his drum kit stored under his dorm room bed. (laughs) And I had my amp and my guitar, and Sean's from Flagstaff, so he had the gear he needed. And we went on to the top of a parking garage. Are you kidding me? Your first rehearsal Uh is... Is this like in the middle of winter on top of everything else? It was uh, it was like February. It was cold. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah it was like Th- that it was day pretty was pretty chilly. warm though, I think. It, it, yeah. it was a nice day some of the practice. Okay, Flagstaff warm or Phoenix warm? It was I, like let's probably not kid 50 ourselves. degrees out. <laughs> okay, we that's wearing, we were wearing hoodies. Okay, <laughs> yeah. but but that's functional. That's not like, you yeah, know, ice big. and sleet and stuff. Okay. Yeah, so we just I mean, I had a few songs that I had written and um we just kind of played some of those tunes and played some covers, and we were just kind of like, all right, let's do this. A week later, we had our first show. Wow, that fast. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, that's great. That's 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 awesome. I've seen, you know, on, you know I mean, because we're connected on Facebook, so I keep seeing, like, you know, these little videos and, like, house party this and everything else, and yeah. you kind of <laughs> see it growing, but it, it seems like it kind of went from, yeah, I'm just going to kind of see what happens to, you know, pretty quickly – you guys seem to have developed a pretty solid reputation, you know, for, for a really solid band. And, and, you know, it looks like, I mean, I mean, I mean, I know what marketing and everything else, but like the video clips of like, even just the house parties, there's no, I don't I'm not even sure how you get in. Like the room (laughs) is like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The house parties are uh, something else. Those are fun. Right. We rented out the basement of, um, a yoga studio once <laughs> yeah. that was fun we do a lot of like weird little quirky stuff because there's only really like one all ages venue in flagstaff oh really i didn't know that uh-huh okay yeah, so it, that, that limits shows, you a lot like yeah it does there's like uh, we play a lot of bars still okay um but and there's another venue that like splits the room in half okay but it's like only sometimes they do that so there's kind of only one place that we can play and like charge money at the door so we kind of just have to like do it ourselves up there so playing like house shows like renting out spaces like the yoga studio we're probably gonna rent out like a diner or do you think that that in a way though maybe helps you a little bit because it kind of like in prepping to go on this tour it's sort of like if you're having to do the legwork early on it kind of yeah. gets you ready for what's coming for something like this doesn't it I mean, yeah it's it's nice having that because like if we're looking for a show so for instance we have two shows in la um because it's so big and there's right. so many little areas we got one show set up for us and then the second show 
me and Brian were kind of booking the tour together, and we were like, we don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So we found a couple bands, and we found a venue, which is a bowling alley, okay. who's willing to host the show, but they don't have the PA. Right. They're not going to find the bands for us. They're not going to do any of the promotion. So we just decided, hey, we're going to bring our PA, because Sean has a nice PA. Right. We're going to run sound. We're going to take money at the door. We're going to do it all ourselves on the road, too. Okay. So... That's yeah. cool. I mean, I just I think things like that, you know, and especially when I think about it in the context of what I do here on a daily basis, there's this, you know, I mean, you were here and you can kind of walk in and you can sort of it's it's very easy when you walk into the room to be kind of like, whoa, especially now we've made some changes since you graduated. And don't get me wrong. I'm glad we have all that stuff, but it can create this sort of like false sense of how all these things have to come together if you want to after high school actually you know do this if you want to make a living at it you know have a roof over your head as it were and food on the table um so you know i'm wondering like you know and not to i'm not like fishing for anything in particular but is there you know do you now looking back can you see a line from gosh what is it seven eight years ago when you first walked through the door to oh man to now it probably would have been six years ago okay that i was a freshman yeah well Maybe seven, yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, but I, I mean, just, you know, is the, do you see, like, a, is there a logic to that progression for you at all? From from just beginning? Yeah, and to where you, you know, as far as... Musically and uh, any everything. Of it, any of it. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I started playing maybe a year before I entered CMAS. Okay. And I learned a lot about songwriting here and recording music and running live sound, of course, um, on a huge scale that's, like kind of like you it, once you get out into the real world you're like oh this is not what i had in cmas <laughs> and you like we're like slowly building up like we we like paid to record a nice like studio album recently and i was like oh hey look at that channel like i like knew what like he was using i like i can work pro tools and all of that stuff so that's really helpful when recording and what's happening here i think we just had a computer glitch oh, oh yeah. there it's back that's right. okay anyway we're all good here we are Speaking to the speaking of all the awesome technology we have here, sometimes the, yeah. the video monitor <laughs> shoots down. That's okay. Well, no, I mean, because I, you know, I always, I always wonder about that when students leave, you know, and graduate. And and you had a pretty, you know, when your time here, you you were a pretty significant feature. I mean, you had, you know, um, you know, there was some serious, just awesome music making going on, you know, with um with 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 you guys. But then when you, you know, when students graduate, I always wonder, you know, did we set them up in a way that they can function? You know, because I always get, I'll get calls all the time or emails or, or whatever from graduates who be like, yeah, I remember that one time in class when you were talking about how, you know, we might have a gig somewhere and like the sound guy just doesn't show up or they're incompetent or whatever. Funny thing, we were playing at this club the other night and guess what happened? You know, and so those kinds of things, but being able to say, you know, and yeah, it's not ideal, but we were able to plug in, we ran the sound, we could do it, you know, and it sounds like you guys are pretty independently capable, which... Well, I think maybe I could speak for Catherine a little bit, because when we first got together, we had to get some, you know, music together to market ourselves with, and having no money, you know, both as college students and, like, just no money to record, um, we just got Catherine's laptop and her little... um, little box thing that plugs in there and you know <laughs> she did it all like we had it all set up and and we got those recordings down and mixed and and that was all with what she had learned here you right know, she was well explaining to me the whole way like oh i i did this stuff in high school and so all of those things um you know and many more that i can't think of but right, right. no no, no i appreciate together. that because that's yeah. that's kind of the thing is i'm always looking for to, to draw that connection 
Because sometimes, you know, here educationally, it can seem a little just like too theoretical. Like, oh, yeah, someday in some weird situation. Mm -hmm. But what you're describing is a pretty normal musical entity. So that's really cool. And I have no doubt. I mean, she was, you know, she was running the place when she was here. I mean, it was, you know, she won't admit it and whatever. But I mean, you know, you, you knew this stuff inside and out, which is great to see you're still applying it. I have a question about the band and, 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 you know, not even so much necessarily connected directly to here, but just, you know, all those styles, you know, is that, there's, to me, there's like, there's only a couple ways that happens. One is you're overly concerned with having this like democratic process and nobody wants to upset anybody <laughs> else. So you just go, well, we'll throw it all in and nobody will be upset and come out. Yeah. Or, or you have like this deliberate intention of pull from here, pull from here, pull from here. I don't care if they seem disconnected we're gonna find a way to and i'm just wondering because listening and every you know your album when does your album come out comes out september 2nd so soul drops album comes out december september 2nd mm -hmm. which is just a couple of weeks yeah and it's itunes and everything, everything. spotify, spotify. Pandora, cool all of that so soul Drop, and what's it called it's called it's all right okay and we just heard that song yeah yep. okay cool so, so so but like i mean like just real quick and i know we don't have a lot of time but like, what is your writing process for the three of you? Like, how does uh, how does that generally work? Because it is a pretty diverse spectrum. A lot of the time, I think the song, um, like, general structure, I mean, we stick to really, like, you know, the verse-chorus thing and a bridge in there somewhere. But um, it usually song. starts with, like, a... <laughs> <laughs> it usually starts with, um, like, a little lick or some chords or pro progression, whatever Catherine has, maybe some words... And she kind of generally has like the song structure in her head and brings it to us. Okay. And I don't even really know how it comes to be, how you can, there's like kind of a countryish sound and it'll go to like yeah. a reggae sound. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like I was trying, I'm sitting there listening <laughs> to your show today and I'm like, okay, if I, because we had just been talking about class about this idea of if you only have one box to put something in, where are you going to classify it? And I'm like, oh, I got it. It's like sort of like, you know, like the surf thing. And I'm like, oh, no, no, that's not surf. <laughs> yeah. No, what just happened? Well, and then I'm like, wow, we're like hardcore country for like that one. But it's like, what just happened? <laughs> and it's really cool. But, I'm, you know, I just I always find that fascinating, like the, the artist part of it, like making those decisions. Yeah. Well, like for some songs, I'm kind of like, OK, I'm just going to like. For that song, it was like, I kind of just want to see, like, how far I can go. <laughs> okay. I was like, all right, I'm going to mock this, like, stupid, like, one, four, five punk riff. <laughs> and then the little rundown it's in that specific song is just, like, it's, like, in every punk song. And the solo is, like, every punk song is just, like, cute little, like, major punk solo. And then but I was it works. Like, what I about mean... country? Oh, wait, maybe we could add some reggae to this, too. <laughs> yeah. And then other songs. I don't know. I just, like, every song, I just kind of, like try to add more and more okay and then these guys they, they i don't know how they put up with me i'll be like all right so <laughs> we got this it starts like this and then you gotta add this little lick and then and then we're gonna change signatures maybe once and then we'll go back to four and like sean doesn't like changing keys but every now and then we'll change <laughs> keys in the song and then i'll be like all right so we got that that's the first verse <laughs> and then we got this little intro and then sean will be like how about we add this little riff right here so we just add and add and add, and then we're finally like usually content, right? With the with the song, like, and it sounds like a lot of it is being sort of flushed out live, so that the vibe and the feel of it sort of seem to be ultimately make like guiding you. Like from what you're describing, it's kind of like if it seems to be flowing and working, and you know you're gonna be able to get the audience, you know, moving with it. Mm. Does that 
I mean, again, I'm just kind of watching what I saw today and, and what I've been hearing. It just seems like you're allowing that to control things, which I think is kind of a cool way to do it. I think that's like the goal is to like one of the main goals is to get people, you know, to move or to sing right. or to yeah. dance in yeah. whatever way that may be, you know, and a lot of people might hear like a punk drum beat and say, I can't dance to that. Right. <laughs> but if you have like a different guitar lick or, you know, a vocal yeah. melody over it, that's kind of where we get this blending of styles, but with the ultimate goal of still like keeping people intrigued and wanting to move okay. to what we're putting out. Uh, real quick, because I know, like I said, I know we're running short time. I have one last question. It's something that we talk about a lot here, and you know, society norms and everything else change and, and go back and forth. I'm just wondering, are you in? It is still somewhat rare for for it's not so much to have a have a have a girl fronting a band, but you've got some pretty serious guitar chops, and you and I have talked about this for <laughs> years. And and I'm not saying this to embarrass you at all, but what I'm wondering is, are you getting responses be, I'm just I don't know how to say this like I think when a guy goes and shreds people go oh the guy's shredding and they don't really attribute it to it's a guy shredding they just go person shredding guitar mm -hmm. but a lot of times when you see a girl play guitar with as much expertise as you play it's like they get potentially caught up less in what you're playing and more at the fact that you're a girl are you getting any? I, I mean, I'm not saying that that's necessarily good or bad, but it is. It yeah. is kind of musically, it's a little odd because you would want to say, "Who cares? How does it sound?" Yeah. But the world obviously doesn't always work that yeah. way. I was just wondering, like, are you experiencing that at gigs or shows oh, or when yeah. people come up? Uh, yeah. Is that? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see it a lot too. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's kind of weird to watch. Like sometimes people are actually kind of offensive about it. Really. Yeah. But like, I think for the most part, people are like pretty respectful. Okay. Yeah. I mean. I work in a guitar shop now too. Okay. So it's like a lot of guys come <laughs> yeah, in. I saw that you're designing pedal boards and stuff. I saw something about. <laughs> yeah. Which is called Just a skateboard like on, thing. Yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. But I mean, I work there and like I'll be working alone sometimes and a guy will come in and then usually they'll respect me and like ask me questions. But if I'm working with another dude, right. I'll be like, hey, how's it going? And they'll be like, hi. And then they'll look at the guy and they'll go, hey, I got a question for you. Right. And it's just like. <laughs> What the heck, dude? And Great. then and then they'll be like, "What kind of guitar do you play? <laughs> Acoustic? You got you got like, like Taylor?" Right. And I'm like, "Hey, dude, I got a Strat, a Pat Strat's got a humbucker, right. two single coils." And th then they're just like, "Oh, okay." And then they want to talk to me. But okay. but like, yeah, I get that a lot. Like, "Oh, you're good for a girl." And it's just <laughs> like, "Hey." But I feel like with the vocal style I do too, it's like a bit aggressive. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of times people like Which are is something else not to cut you off, but I love that you've sort of gotten into that and you own it now. Because when you were here, I know we <laughs> spent all this time trying to figure out, like, you know, I remember one day you came in, you're like, I know there's a voice somewhere here to match this. I don't know what it is. And it's cool to see that you finally found that. Yeah. Because it was I'm always. still working on it. But yeah, thanks, no, it's, but it's cool because it, it is aggressive, but it's very uh, definitive. Like, there's a diff, there's like this sense of purpose when you you know are out there it's kind of funny to me because i've known you for so long and you're you're, you're yeah. basically a pretty soft-spoken kind of gentler soul <laughs> and your vocal style <laughs> is this sort of very animated like sort of like mm -hmm. like ultra ironic almost kind of vibe yeah. about it well i don't know i always tell people that like if they ask me what kind of music i play i'm just like oh well i'm a blues guitar player but i like kind of sing punk 
Okay. And like I don't really know how to sing much else. I feel like I kind of just am just like wah. <laughs> like I like to scream and I like to like growl and stuff on stage. So, so that's like yeah. So doing the punk thing, it's just because all of the singers I like are are like punk singers. I never was like oh that's <laughs> so beautiful. I want to learn how to sing that melody. Right, right, right. It's always right. like oh that's so cool. Like oh yeah, they're telling them who's boss. But that probably then relates to what you guys were talking about about the audience response to it. That that they're they pretty quickly sort of just buy into it and they get into it and like I said it's pretty it's pretty easy to see when you watch the videos and stuff that you guys have posted that you have this massive amount of audience support when you perform even here when you know some of the kids are familiar with you but some of them weren't but it was pretty obvious from moment one they were like okay yeah this this they know what they're doing <laughs> you know I mean that was kind of neat to see yeah I mean, it's cool being little because I can, like, run around. I'm five feet tall, by the way, if you're just listening <laughs> to this. Actually, I went to the doctor last week. I'm five feet and half an inch. Congratulations. Thank you. So, I don't know. I got a lot of I got a lot of cool guy friends, like these guys backing me up all the time. Right. But I really like it when we're at shows and there's guy friends in the audience. And they're like, all right, when you break down on that song, put your guitar down and we'll throw you up in the air. And you're going to crowd surf. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, okay. So that's that's kind of a bonus of it. And okay, there you go. So that's another way I'm just kind of like, hey, hey, man, I got all these dudes backing me up too. Okay. So just like back off. Okay, cool. But everything overall is, you know, it's good. Everything's everything's cool. And yeah, you look happy. You guys seem mm. you seem happy with it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for your tour. I just Ooh. think it's awesome that you're doing this. I know it's it's a little scary going out and trying to you know not sure what's what's gonna come at you, but. Yeah, we're not sure. It's going to be fun, if anything. Yeah, and the music's great. I mean, at the end of the day, the one thing you do have to say is the stuff you guys are doing musically is so strong. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how awesome it is. It's Thanks, just Maxwell. great, great. So we're going to wrap up. I want to thank you guys for coming in. Thanks for coming Thanks in for and playing us. and talking to me. Thanks for coming in um, and talking to some of the students about what you guys are doing. Yeah, um, anytime. And I'll... Definitely. It was perfect because we start school like on like the 29th and I was going to ask you if you wanted us to come play at all this year, but it's just like virtually impossible when we're in session. Of course. Yeah. But yeah. Started like a month yeah, earlier we start than us. Crazy early. So it was awesome. Well, I have a funny feeling that there's going to be another leg to this tour at some point and maybe you'll come back through. Yeah. It was, awesome. it was cool. Thank you guys awesome. so much. Yeah, thank you for having us. Thank it's you. It's great to meet the two yeah. of you and it's always great seeing you, Catherine. And congratulations. Soul Drop album drops, pardon the pun or not, <laughs> on September 2nd. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. it'll be everywhere online and uh -huh. everybody really should check it out. Website? We have a website, What's yeah. What's the website? Uh, SoulDropOfficial.com and it's S-O-L like the sun there you go so yeah that's a website music and all that stuff is on there cool soul well drop us oh, sorry oh sorry no please no, no, and, no, uh, and uh snapchat is soul drop official <laughs> okay um, for those that are on that and we have you know instagram and facebook as well we cool. got all these crazy marketing things Twitter. we got this fancy yeah. thing <laughs> if you text the word soul drop with no spaces to the number eight eight two oh two you can subscribe to our texting list. Wow. Well, there Well, there you go. There you go. So check out Soul Drop. Thank you guys for coming in. Catherine, awesome stuff. You guys are fantastic. Good luck on the tour. Thanks. Keep us updated on what's going on, and I can't wait to hear all the great things that are coming your way. Thanks, Maxwell. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. All right, so there you go. Catherine Myers and her band Soul Drop. CMAS alumni out doing some really, really wonderful things. Could not be happier for them. Could not be prouder 
Uh, just really, really wonderful, and I really appreciate them coming in and uh, and talking uh, about what they what they've been up to and 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 what they're doing and what their future plans are and all that great stuff you just heard. So, check out Soul Drop. You will uh, absolutely love what they are doing. They are fantastic. Uh, best way to do that is to either catch them live on the road or go to SoulDropOfficial.com. Um, as always, you can uh, catch up with me, uh, send me some uh, feedback, send me some suggestions on topics you'd like me to cover in future episodes. I can always be reached at uh, richardmaxwell.net, and you can find out uh, more about what my students are doing or reach me as well at arcadiacmas.com. Anyway, thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you all next week. <laughs>